0: Surprise. It's not Peter today. It's Yvonne. Now, Yvonne, you came in a few months ago and we had a great chat then and you've come in again to uh, chat with us today. No Peter Mullen. That's right. You're you're blessed to have me today, Sarah. Well, look, and it's an appropriate topic because today we're we're talking about the menstrual cycle, and it affects women. It affects men as well because if it's not going well, everyone knows about it. So it's it's a big topic and it's an important one. It is an important one. So we're going to talk
1: about periods today. You're right, and and every day we're seeing more and more patients coming into the clinic experiencing menstrual irregularities, you know, symptoms, premenstrual symptoms like pain, irritability, fluid retention. let um, just say, so you know, these are common, but they're not normal.
0: Not normal. See, I would have thought it was normal. So let's maybe talk about that. Now, today we're looking at menstrual cycle uh, irregularities, and you're seeing this more and more come through the door. More women saying, look, I've, I'm getting awful periods. I'm getting pain. I'm irritable. What's going on? Yeah, and and we are seeing it
1: more and more. We're seeing it in girls that are really quite young to to women leading up into menopause, and sometimes that can actually be worse, actually, those those later years for Mm -hmm. some women. Um, So, you know, things like pain, irritability, fluid retention, the moodiness um, that the men accuse us of, um, (laughs) (laughs) heavy and irregular periods, and and the list goes on and on. Um, And as I say, very, very, very common, but absolutely not normal.
0: So to work out what's normal and what's not or what's going on, you look at what you've said is vital signs. Can you explain what vital signs are?
1: So when you go to the doctor, Sarah, they might take your your blood pressure, your heart rate, your temperature, um, your respiratory rate. These are your vital signs, your four primary vital signs. Now, you can always – women have a fifth vital sign. And that is their menstrual cycle. Um, it really gives us a bit of a report card over the last one hundred and twenty days or so of our of our life um, when it comes to our health and well being.
0: So when you say one hundred and twenty we only you, we don't ovulate every hundred and twenty days looking at thirty no. days, so what's the one hundred and twenty?
1: So, but the whole point of, of menstruation is, is actually the, the ovulation. So the whole point is, you know, the releasing of this egg. Now, that egg started its journey as a follicle 120 days uh-huh. before before it gets to us, you know.
0: Okay, which brings me back to the point I should have wore the uterus earrings today that I, <laughs> that I wear very proudly. Okay, so... So what sort of vital signs are we looking for when we're menstruating then to figure out whether we're doing okay, whether we're not?
1: So as I say, any of those symptoms that, that women are or that are complaining about that we're seeing, if you have any of those symptoms, it's probably a sign that something's a little bit out of whack. So it could be a dietary thing, you know, lifestyle stress and, and other sorts of things can affect, you know, how, how healthy your cycle is. Um, it could be many things, maybe just, you know, a vitamin deficiency or a couple of things you might be doing. And sometimes what we expose ourselves to can lead to maybe a dominance in one hormone or the other.
0: Okay. So we're talking about estrogen and progesterone here? Yeah.
1: Well, well there are a few hormones involved, but absolutely. When we talk about women's um, hormones, the ones that really we're talking about predominantly are estrogen and progesterone. Um, so when we ovulate, for example, we produce progesterone.
0: Okay. Is that the cranky hormone?
1: No, that would be your estrogen. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a silly question, isn't it? Progesterone's calming. So if they're not in balance, then we start to get problems. But shouldn't – so we shouldn't expect to feel any pain when we get a period? How do we know what's normal and, and, and what's not? Look, everybody is different – for sure. And some women will say that they
1: feel twinges or pain they can feel when ovulation actually occurs. Um, But the best way is to do a bit of an overhaul, get a checkup, come into a clinic, speak to Peter or myself or Belinda, and we can sort of look at your vital signs and see if there can be any tweaks made to diet and lifestyle.
0: Okay. So you don't need to feel like if you're really suffering, you don't need to feel like that's just your lot in life. And every month, you're going to feel like that and suck it up. Basically, It's completely unnecessary. Okay, there you go. I reckon a, a lot of women and probably men are going, uh huh. <laughs> okay, did yeah. not know that. I, I
1: think the men are calling up to book the <laughs> now. <laughs>
0: possibly fair <laughs> enough so what are we going to chat about when we come back
1: uh, we're going to talk about you know reading the signs we're going to talk about you know what what it's all about why we why do we go through this each month and maybe some of the changes we can look at making you know to track how we are doing throughout
0: and you mentioned before and it's probably worth touching on it can be worse when you, we then enter into is it premenopausal and then menopausal that can be you know yes yeah,
1: so we can talk a little bit more about the impact that has on that balance of progesterone and estrogen like
0: my mum was here right now, she would have put her jacket on and off about a billion times. Oh, that's, that's menopause. Health and well-being. We're joined by Yvonne today, uh, who's filling in for Peter Mullen. Now, we've been talking about menstrual cycles and irregularities. And you mentioned before, Yvonne, about the 120 days and the significance, because that is the journey of the egg. What is so special about the egg?
1: Well, the, the egg is the point of, of all of it, of all of the menstruation, of the cycle itself. So, you know, if you're if you're looking to conceive, to have a baby, it's it's really important that that egg is in you know the top condition, the best quality, so you can have a healthy baby, you know, without without any issues. So, of course, that's the whole point: um, ovulation and a healthy egg. Um, the, the, at any point though, during this hundred and twenty day sort of maturation process for the egg, if if the qualities of the egg is compromised, it will cause some of those disturbances that we mentioned earlier. Okay. So basically a lot of that will come down to, you know, diet, lifestyle, you know, overall health.
0: Yeah. So we were talking about estrogen before being the angry hormone. Um, <laughs> what does progesterone do? Progesterone is calming.
1: So progesterone, is, it reduces your inflammation, it regulates immune function, it supports your thyroid, your brain, your bones, your breast tissue. It, it's also um, what they call building um, a metabolic reserve. So um, there's an author out there who wrote an amazing book called The Period Repair Manual, Lara Bryden. Okay,
0: I like that. It's, it's
1: a wonderful resource. Um, and each and every ovulation, she says, is like a monthly deposit into the bank account of long-term health. So ovulation is ultimately <laughs> a really good thing and we should probably learn to love our ovaries a little more as women
0: and realizing that we can learn a lot about our bodies and how we're tracking uh, Absolutely. through that as well so what are some signs then of low progesterone okay heavy or long
1: periods that spotting before your period or the absence of a period sometimes anxiety depression sometimes women will get night sweats or interrupted sleep um headaches as well and uh yeah, that, there's there's a few more, but they're, they're the basics and the most common.
0: Okay, and then signs of too much estrogen.
1: Okay, so too much estrogen, and they're always relative, Sarah, so we don't we sort of, there's not a measure to say, well, you have too much, it's really relative to each other. So heavy or long periods, bloating, mood swings, fatigue, again, breast tenderness, um, decreased libido, headaches, fibroids, um, or weight gain. And, and you can probably see that some of those symptoms kind of overlap and mm. they can actually be quite similar. So it can be really difficult for people to sort of go, well, I've just got you know too much estrogen or I've just not got enough progesterone. Um, estrogen is invariably blamed as the bad guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, quite often it's the progesterone just not pulling its weight. It's not there. And if you don't ovulate you don't produce progesterone.
0: So does that then all feed into other conditions? We can get, you know, polycystic ovaries and things like that? It can get complicated, but yes, that's correct. Because
1: the job of estrogen is to build up the thickness of the wall in the uterus to prepare that uterus for the egg to implant. And progesterone kind of makes it comfy and secure and keeps it there, you know, through, you know, so it implants correctly.
0: So I guess it's really important for, uh, you know, couples that are wanting to start a family uh, to to get these checks done and just make sure that you've got everything and everything's in balance, uh, to try to start the family and get the best quality egg and then, you know, produce that. Absolutely.
1: I mean, you wouldn't go and buy a dog without buying a dog bed. You certainly, why would you have a child without checking all of your health Mm. and make sure you've got everything in place? Like this is a, a, this is a, a little life that you're making. So absolutely get them checked out and, um, yeah, just
0: make sure everything's working okay. All right. Well, when we come back, let's talk about where to start, like how we track those symptoms. And I guess there's a few apps and some different places that, that can help us kind of figure out whether we're on track or oh, not. Oh, there's all sorts of things these days. So where do we start if we are having problems with a period or we're just wanting to start thinking about, um, you know, being as healthy as we can to start a family?
1: Okay. Well, there's a few things you can do, Sarah. So tracking your symptoms is a really good place to start. It can be just as simple as jotting down a few notes in your diary. So some of the symptoms you might take notice of are things like bowel movements. If you get like acne breakouts at certain times of the month, write that down. Sleep patterns, and, and I know you were mentioning to me earlier that you had a bit of a disrupted. Yeah, sleep I always
0: wake at three a.m. Is yeah. that is that something going on?
1: Your progesterone's getting a little getting a little low, so maybe oh, give us a call. Okay. Um, <laughs> With, with chat yes. um <laughs> maybe some bloating heavy bleeding clots all that sort of stuff jot them down alternatively i'm i'm incredibly impressed um by the the younger um patients i see who come in and are using these apps mm. that track everything so i'm just incredibly impressed by that so they're really great for tracking your cycle uh, it's 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 good for knowing sort of what day you're up to and so forth and when you should be ovulating. It's important, though, to mention that these are really not reliable when it comes to say, okay, you're definitely ovulating yeah, because they kind of yeah. use some kind of It's not of a algorithm. scientific rule, yes. No, if you want to know if you're actually ovulating, temperature shifts are a really good way to do that. So after you ovulate, your temperature generally increases from around sort of 36 to 37 degrees for three days. So if you watch your temperature, you'll know if you're ovulating. The
0: scales always go up for me during that week of ovulating. Is that a um, like a fluid retention thing? It or? could be. Okay. Yeah, it could be. So there could be a few things at play there. Um, and then,
1: you know, just jot down all this information and then make an appointment to come and see you, you know, um, come and see us at the clinic and bring the notes with you and we can just work together to see w- w- what your normal looks like and get you there.
0: It's really interesting what your body can tell you without realising. Like if we were taking notes, I'm sure we'd see patterns, you know, Absolutely. like with, with the breakouts or, you know, when we're feeling yuck and that sort of thing, it's, there is patterns that do emerge. It's funny
1: you say that. So many patients sit in front of me and they're really confused when they sit down, they start telling me their symptoms and there you go, oh gosh. They see it just because they've kind of put it all together in one place. And so often that absolutely happens. These
0: apps sound interesting here. I'm a dinosaur. I just write it down each month, but I might have to get on an app. Absolutely. Absolutely. I
1: think that Clue, Kindara or Flow, I'm I'm told they're called.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, Yvonne, look, thank you for coming in. It's something, as I said, we we all deal with. um, And it's just good to know a little bit more about it and to give us some tools to go, hang on, this isn't quite normal. I can have a look into this and maybe help with my body. Achieve what it needs to achieve and make it a bit more bearable for me. Absolutely. And everyone
1: around me. And everyone around you. Save your relationship. (laughs) Come and see us at Mullen Health. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.